Amen. Hallelujah. I studied from home today, and I uh, sitting on my back patio, Brother Joe. You ever sat on your back patio, Joe? No? You ought to start. Start building you one so you can sit on it, Brother Joe. <laughs> we was, uh, I was sitting on my back patio and I was just talking to God. And I looked over there at that tree. I got a special tree I told y'all about. We bought our new place. It's got an elbow in it. It looks like the hand of God is just waving at me. And I said, that's going to be the spot that I go and I pray and I talk to God. A prayer closet for me is not something I go shove myself in there and move the pants out of the way and get down. Because Mary's got too much junk. <laughs> so I, I, I can't do that. So, But I, I just find that special place where I feel like it's peaceful for me to get along with God and listen to God. Can I say this to you tonight? You need to be listening to God as much as you're talking to God. Because God wants to talk to you. A lot of times we don't want to listen, though, but that's when we got to get to that place. And we bought that place, and that tree's got this elbow in it. And I promise you, it's got five branches, and they stick out like this, and it looks like God waving at me. But it's just rained so much that that whole side of my property is just covered, covered with water. And I was talking to God, and I said, God, I want to get out there, and I want to have that time with you, but we've just gotten so much water and so much rain. And God said to me, you can find my peace anywhere. Man, that just sunk to the core of my soul. You can find my peace anywhere. Do you ever find yourself always feeling stressed out? I talked to a mom when she got out of the car earlier. You know who you are. I said, hey, how was your day? Ooh, teenagers. I said, girl, you don't know. I just about killed mine right before you got here. <laughs> Stress comes, guys. and I, It doesn't seem like there's something in happening more today than it was yesterday. But I can tell you that there's a bigger battle raging when you get saved for your destiny and your blessings than you can even imagine. Devil's going to throw everything he can at you to cause you to get stressed out, to lose your peace, to lose your peace of mind, to lose your way. You know what? You can be saved and headed straight to heaven, but lose your way, your way to your blessings, your way to peace, peace like a river. My, my life is a busy one as well as yours, and and running a company and running a church and having all these stresses and all these demands, it will take its time on you. That's why every day you need God. You don't need a Sunday morning relationship. You need an everyday relationship. And you've got to find that place where you can go and talk with God. And there's no other distractions. There's nobody else there. Sometimes I just like to get in the car and just, just me and God. There's no kids, there's no wife, there's no church members, there's no dogs, there's no train. It's just me and God. And I find that peace. I find that he answers me when I listen, when I'm quiet, when all these burdens that we carry around. You know what? You get stressed, you carry some burdens. Amen? There's somebody in this church tonight that don't know how they're going to make it one more month. 
There's somebody in this church tonight that don't even know if their marriage is going to survive another year the way that it's going. There's somebody in this church that don't know if they're going to make it through what the devil stole at them. But I'm here to tell you, you can find peace, peace which surpasses all understanding by getting alone with God and finding that spot where you can listen to him. First Peter, got my Bible? First Peter, turn your Bible to First Peter 5. I want to talk to you tonight how to walk in God's peace. As adults, as grandparents, as singles, we got some singles here tonight, as couples, as moms and dads, we all face the temptation of being anxious about being worried about the future, being worried about our kids, being worried about our money. But the Bible teaches us that we can walk in God's supernatural peace because we are in Christ Jesus. How many invited Christ into their heart? Don't raise your hand. Don't raise your hand. How many invited Christ in your heart? So if he lives with you and he lives inside of you, you have that peace already. We can resist the temptation to give to our, into our worry. We can choose instead to abide in God's wonderful word. And his word teaches us tonight in 1 Peter 5 verse 7 says, Give all your worries. Say that with me. Give all your worries and cares to God. For he cares about who? Ha! That's good stuff. Give all your worries and give all your cares to God. For he cares about you. And I love what verse 8 says. Stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Verse 9 is our peace. Stand firm against him and be strong in your faith. Remember that, remember that your family of believers all over the world is going through the same kind of suffering that you're going through. Come on, somebody, believe that with me tonight. God never intended for you and I to carry these burdens, to shoulder this stuff, this, 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 this worry, this anxiety, this fear. These, these, this bad news that you got today God never intended for us to shoulder that and carry it because it'll weigh you down anybody if this is a good message you can amen anytime you want to anytime y'all want to get involved come on jump on train with me this is one of those messages where you hear hey God said to uh, give me all your worries so Mark and Christy give him all your worries Every one of us in the church tonight, we ought to march around here in peace tonight. We ought to have a peace march, not a protest, but a peace march. We ought to get up and walk around the church in peace tonight because we can come into Caney Creek Cowboy Church or we can do it in the middle of our home. We can do it in the middle of our job. We can do it anywhere. We can give all of our worries to God for God cares about us. God cares about us, you and me. That's a good feeling. That's a good feeling. Can I say this to you tonight and not offend you? There are some in church that don't care about you. There are some in your home that don't care about you. There are some on the job that don't care about you. But the great news I have for you tonight is God cares about you. Brother Mark, you're just stepping on toes tonight. You're just meddling. Well, good. God cares about you. Listen, pay attention. God's got big plans for you. 
He says, give all your worries and give all your cares to God for he cares about you. And then he says to stay alert, to pay attention. The devil's looking to destroy you. Can I say this to you also tonight? We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities of darkness and evil. Jesus himself is our peace. We can resist the temptations to give in to worry. We can choose instead to abide in God's wonderful promises. Peter wrote the apostles and said, Cast the whole cares, all your anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns on him, for he is carefully watching out for you. He's carefully watching out for your every need. I'm glad, man, when I leave the house and I'm prayed up and I get in my truck, I don't worry about coming home that day because I know where I'm going if something were to happen. I want to get back home. I pray in the morning, but I don't sit and worry what's going to happen here or what's going to happen there. I got no time to worry. I got a mission to do. I got an I am and I got a must. I am a child of God and I must do what he's called me to do. So I got no time to worry. So if you sit around just fretting and worrying all the time, stressed out, having anxiety fits, popping pills, crying, trying to find some substance that will give you a little piece of happiness. I, I, I was joking with that little girl. I was joking with that little girl yesterday. There was, a, there was a bunch of cigarettes on the porch there. And I said, Alex, baby, you don't smoke all them cigarettes. She said, I don't smoke, Pastor Mark. She said, my mama smokes. She also smokes some other cigarettes. They make her feel good. Can I say this to you tonight? Drugs are only a temporary fix. Alcohol is only a temporary fix. God is a permanent fix through his son, Jesus Christ. Hey, I'm not bashing her. I'm not condemning her. I'll look her in her face and tell her the same thing I'm telling you. But why? Because there's too many cowards out there today that are not getting in people's face saying, look, your hope, your peace, the stuff that you've been looking to fill, this void, his name is Jesus. Welcome him into your heart, and you'll find peace which surpasses all human understanding. But nobody's preaching the truth. Nobody's getting in their face. Nobody's going above and beyond means. God's looking for you and I to do that. And when we're doing that, he says, stay alert. Stay alert. Wake up. Stay alert. Got some big things for you, but I need you to watch out. Don't worry about them. Stay alert. You know, the enemy's coming after you. He's trying to get your cousin. He's trying to get your mother. He's trying to get your house. He's trying to get you to stumble. Stay alert. He's tempting you. He's trying you. That pastor told me tonight as I was visiting with him on the phone, he said, man, since I've been in the ministry three weeks, all hell has broken loose in my home, in my job. I laughed. I said, the devil knows your name, cowboy. I laughed. I said, hallelujah, the devil knows your name. I got that from Jesse DePlantis. <laughs> He said, hallelujah, the devil knows my name. Jesse said he went to do an exorcism, and he said that he walked into this house, and this girl's head was spinning around 360, and she was hollering and screaming, and she looked at him and said, Jesse! He said, oh, the devil knows my name, hallelujah. I said, the devil knows your name. He's going to throw those things at you. Can I say this to you? He said, what will you say to me, pastor? I said, don't you worry about nothing. God loves you, and he called you, and he's equipped you. Touch three people and say, God loved you, he called you, and he equipped you. 
That's good stuff. Receive it. God never intended for you to carry your own burdens. He wants to carry them for you. You have to do something when it comes to worry. You have to cast your worries and, and get them off of you and begin to trust God with your problem. The, the problem is it takes humility. It takes humility to cast your cares, to cast those fears, to cast those words. It takes a humble person to say, you know what, God, I need some help. You know, God, I can't quit this substance on my own. You know, God, I can't. I can't fix my marriage. I'm going to need you to fix it. You know, God, I'm so far away from you. I, I don't know how I'm going to get back. I'm going to need some help to get back, God. God, I'm out here in the pig pen, God. And I know with you, there's riches and glory. I'm coming home. There's a lot of you that need to just cast those worries on the Lord. I took up fishing last year. I got a fishing license in my wallet. First fishing license, I, th I think I ever fished illegal. <laughs> I was worried, man. They thought, you're going out in the bay. You're going out in the ocean. You need to get a fishing license. How much is that? Well, you got to get the big fishing license because we're going to catch the big fish. Well, we didn't catch nothing. But anyway, I had to buy the big fishing license. And so when we got out there, I, I had a Snoopy rod. And uh, <laughs> they thought it was funny, but that's all I had. But they had these big old rods. They had these great big cane pole looking rods. And they had a bunch of little eyes on them. And then the bait we were using was great big old bait. We stopped at the bait store. I thought we were just buying fish. No, we was buying piranhas to put on the backside of these things. <laughs> For real. They said, we going out. I said, we got them. Let's just clean them and eat them. It's 5 o'clock in the morning. Let's go home and go back to bed, Jack. And they said, no, we're going to put it. We're going to cast well, I got up in that boat, and they said, get up in the front. And, and I got out there, and, 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 and I would cast my reel, and I would just go, Oof, and my little thing would be right here. <laughs> and I was like, how did you do that? Well, you're not doing it right. He, he would say, you're not doing it right. You're not doing it right. And, and, and so finally, he kept showing me how to do it. And, 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 and I'm, I'm good with the push button. I'm not good with the stringy thing around there. Because you got to control that yourself. I want somebody else to control that. I, I'm not good with the string. So as I was trying to get it, I was balling it all up. So I, I would have to keep my little fish bait in the water so he wouldn't die. And I had to tangle it up. had to reel it back up. So I would try it again. And, man, they was over here casting and reeling and having fun. And I was like, this ain't fun. This is not fun. Y'all making me look stupid. But you know what? The longer I was there and the more they showed me, the more I practiced, the better I got at it. Same thing with your walk with Christ. Pay attention. If you'll practice casting your cares, if when those things come into your life, right away you give them to God. Right away you, you recognize, I can't deal with this anyway. I know I'm not equipped. I know that God can take care of this. And if I just give it to him, He's going to take care of it. He's going to, and then, or he's going to equip me to take care of it. But I know if I just cast it on. He says, cast all your cares, all your worries. Man, I'm going to tell you, I got a praise report to tell you. Uh, Sarah's going through some stuff, and, 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 and I'm just going to tell them, Sarah, well, we're going to get, can I, you sure? You all right? You cool? You don't raise your hand like you just don't care in case you, 
You care? Yes, no, maybe. Okay. Okay, I won't if you don't want me to. You'll put it like that. I'll find somebody else, Sarah. No, Sarah was going through some stuff, and she had some doctor's tests to go to today. And as we were praying with her, and her husband went with her, and they prayed, and all her cares that she was casting, all her worry that she was casting, because you were putting it in God's lap, wasn't you? Was you trusting God with it? Can you say that? Amen. Because my sister, she loves God with all of her heart, all of her mind. She's a salt of the earth. She loves God. She's been walking with God. She prayed Carl to his spot to where he is today. This was just another thing that she had to cast out onto God. And God took that from her. And God saved her. And God spared her. And she called me and said, Woo, everything's good. I said, I knew it was. I was thinking about that peace. He says, give all your worries, all your cares to God, for he cares about you. Only when we fully release the weight of each problem to him, worry like negative thoughts. Anybody ever battle with negative thoughts? It's actually a thief. It's stealing your day. It's stealing your day. It's stealing your time which we're all got limited time. So negative thoughts, they just steal away your time. And somebody gets a negative thought and it just stays with them. Worry like negative thoughts is actually a thief stealing your peace, your energy, and your time, and your joy. I used to think, well, if they didn't call me back, I must have done something. Sometimes I'd be waiting for somebody to call me back and then a negative thought would jump in my mind. Well, maybe I didn't shake their hand at church or... Maybe I didn't give them enough time, or maybe I said no to what they were wanting to do. They just don't love me anymore. T.D. Jake says, when can you walk out of my life and say, I don't love you anymore? And I would let these negative thoughts go into my head. Well, I guess, I, I guess they don't love me. I guess they don't want to talk to me. I call two or three times because I'm annoying like that. And uh, I would call, and they wouldn't answer the phone. They wouldn't answer the phone. They wouldn't answer the phone. And I just have that negative thought just weighing on me like a weight, stealing my energy, stealing my time, stealing my day. And then the next thing you know, I, I, I would say, you know what, I'm not going to worry about it. If there's something wrong, maybe they got the, 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 the oh, I can't say that in church. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll come and they'll talk to me. And I just can't let it get one more hour, one more day. And then I'd do it anyway. I'd still worry and I'd still fret. And then finally, my phone would ring. They say, hey, man, what you doing? Well, you fool. I've been waiting on you to call me five hours. I thought something was wrong. No, I didn't say that, but it would be such a relief that they would call and they was either tied up or they were doing something or, or they had to work or, or they didn't get my phone or their phone was on silent or something happened and the devil put that negative thought because the devil's a liar and a thief and he wants to steal your day, steal your hour, steal your time, steal your month, steal your kids, steal your marriage. He wants to do all that things. He says he comes like a thief in the night to steal all your stuff. You know, I'm so glad I'm so much more mature than that today. You want to talk to me? I want to talk to you. That's my attitude today. You want to talk to me? I talk to you. <laughs> you got to learn to train your thoughts. 
Well, maybe they're busy. Maybe they'll call me when they get a chance. Surely nothing's wrong. I'm too perfect. They must be really having a tough time. They don't want to bring it to the preacher. The preacher is awesome. I just had to retrain my way of thinking. You know, you got to give those worries, those fears, you got to cast them immediately on the Lord so it don't steal your time. I will believe what the Word of God says about me instead of what people say about me. I will believe what the Word of God says about my future and the victories that are coming towards me instead of what the circumstances are saying to me. When I first started this, I, I would stare at the storm instead of the Lord. Whatever was coming against me, I would focus on that instead of the Lord. Where I find true peace is staying focused on the Lord. You know what? When you stay focused on the Lord, He seems to line up everything according to His will and His way. God's got a will. And wherever that will is, He'll move you out the way to accomplish that. Or He'll bring you through it. One of the things I've learned to do is pray. Are you really a prayer warrior? Are you really a praying person? Are you somebody that can find that special spot and talk to God? Cast all your cares upon the Lord because he cares about you. That tells me, Brother Vic, he wants me to pick up the phone and call him. You know what? He never is busy. You know what? I don't get somebody else. When you call on God, you don't get call waiting or call waiting or uh, 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 he speaks my language. When you call on the Lord, he answers the phone. He wants you to call on him. He wanted Sarah to call on him. He sent that her way so that she would call on him. He sends your trials your way so that you'll call on him. He wants you to talk to him. He wants you to pray to him. He wants you to seek him. The Bible says in all your ways. Touch three people and say in all your ways. In all your ways, he wants you to seek him. So if I need that peace I'm telling you about, I start to pray. I get by myself. And I start to pray. Just like on that porch. I was looking for that spot. I was complaining about the rain. And he said, I'm with you. You can find peace anywhere. Don't you know this, son? I was praying, and I was asking him, God, why are you letting it rain so much? Well, I can't get out there and be with you. He said, I'm already with you, dummy. He didn't call me dummy, but that's why I call myself dummy. God don't call nobody dummy. A lot of times I call myself dummy because I know this. Because I know this. Because I know this. And you ought to know this by now that whatever comes up, God has it. Whatever you're facing, you ought to say, I know that if God will bring me through this drinking habit, this cussing habit, this drug habit, this situation, he freed me from this. He is still with me today. He's alive. He's on the throne. And I know he is with me today. (laughs) 
One thing I've learned to do, too, that gives me peace is, is just smile. Instead of frown, I just smile. The devil can't stand to see a smile. I tell people all the time, I don't care if you got three teeth, use every one of them. <laughs> smile. Smile with the best you got. Get out there and wear your smile. Be happy about life. Because when you start to wear your smile, somebody else is going through something else. They'll look into your face and see you smiling, and they'll crack a smile, and you may be the one to keep them from committing suicide that day. God may have put you on the same path. Your smile, your kindness, your gentleness just, just will bring about peace in someone who is raging. I told Brother Vic, I said, I don't know why God keeps bringing me up these things. I don't know why God keeps bringing these things up and why I keep having to go through these things. Just today, I was on my way. I, me and Mary ate lunch at Splendor Cafe. I said, I'm going home to study. I'll see you later. I turned on my road, and there was a couple. They were fighting in the middle of the road. And 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 I, I turned my car around. I turned my truck around. And, and he's driving beside her, trying to pull her in the car. And, and they're screaming and shouting and cussing. And, and I was just going to, I can't never mind my doggone business. <laughs> I think that's the problem with some of the world today. Too many people drive on by and don't do nothing. And I turned around and I kind of watched for a while. And I said, well, let me just pull up, get in between them. If she needs a ride somewhere, let me just ask her. Well, as I pulled up there, she she was walking and she had a Miller Lite beer. And I said, well, I ain't picking her up with that beer. That's for sure because I'm not going to do that. And and he was hanging out the window, and they turned the corner on to 2090, and I turned around, and I called the police, and next thing you know, they're fighting in front of the store, and she takes off running through the woods, and now we got five cops out here, and, and the, 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 the man came up to my window as I'm on the phone with 911. So I said, well, let me put this girl on speakerphone, because if he go crazy, I get to... <laughs> to do some karate stuff. So I said, I'm on the phone with 911, man. I said, uh, y'all need to knock that stuff off. He said, listen, man, my wife is sick. She's hurting. She's depressed. She's drunk. She needs some help. I said, well, I got help on the way. I think they're bringing an ambulance, too. And he just broke down and started crying. And I said, brother, y'all got to stop all that nonsense. And I could just smell alcohol reaping on him. This was today, 2 o'clock. I said, Brother, you got to stop all that nonsense. Y'all getting too old for that stuff. He said, I know it, but she's sick. I said, well, I know a cure. The cure is Jesus Christ. I handed him my car, my card, not my car. He was drinking. <laughs> got insurance, trying to make it right, get my payments lower. <laughs> I handed him my card. And said, when you're ready and she's ready, call me. I'll help you. And I promise you, this is the move that he made. I said, everything's going to be all right. I said, everything's going to be okay. And I could hear him crying. I said, I got to go now. All right? He said, yes, sir. I said, they'll find her. She'll be all right. I backed my car up, and I drove home. And What led me to my back door was 
and on my back porch was. I was mad at myself because I didn't pray for him. Should have got out of my car. Shouldn't have worried about anything. Put my arms around him and loved him. I'm only human. I try. Sometimes I feel like I let myself down, and maybe that was a moment I I wish I could have it back. I deal with, here's a card, you know, but maybe I should have done more. I think sometimes, man, that people just need us to stop worrying so much about the what-ifs or what-nots and just trust God when he puts those situations in our life. Amen. Amen. We're supposed to care about others. And when we care about other people, that will bring so much peace into our life. I told Michelle the other night, I said, you know what? If you got a good heart and you care about people, you can't do anything wrong. Because if, if people try to label you for this or label you for that or try to stereotype we're supposed to be this way or that way, where's room for God? Where's room for God? I know that somebody in here tonight is struggling. And this is not your normal church service. You had not been to a place like this before. Or you're at a place you've never been before. If you call on Jesus, he'll help you. And if you called on him in the past, and call on him again tonight. Call on him again tonight. He always answers the phone. I think in my heart, God showed me where the man lived. He lives on the end of the road that's next to me. I think I get me a do-over. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take Michelle and James and two or three other people over there. We're going to knock on their door. We're going to tell them about our AA program. And I'm going to get Bobby and Heather or me or Mary or somebody that can pick them up if they need a ride and try to get their feet on solid ground. Where yours and eyes are tonight, yours and eyes are. Cowboy slang. Where yours and eyes are, we want other people's. Because this world is hurting, and it's lost, and it's depressed. And they need peace. How long are you sober now, girl? You know what I'm talking to. Somebody give that girl a prayer. <laughs> what are you doing there, cowboy? I'm very proud of you. Holly, how long are you drug free? Eight years. Praise God. Amen. <laughs> God is faithful. Marriages are stronger now because of him. Our lives are more complete with him. I ask you tonight, if you don't know him, invite him into your heart. He changes everything. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you for this night. We thank you for this message of peace. Help us to keep learning from your word, Lord. Father, let us abstract any worries or fears out of our lives tonight as we cast those on you, Lord. 
I got better at casting that fish. Help me and my wife and my family to get better at casting our worries and our fears on you. All the uncertainties, all the things that we don't know about, Lord. We just got to trust you tonight. Martin Luther King said, you don't have to see the whole staircase. You just got to take the first step. Is there anybody here tonight that needs to take that first step? Ask Jesus into your heart with me tonight. Just say, dear Lord, it's just simple. Just say, dear Lord, come into my life and save me. Tonight, I make you my personal Lord and Savior. I give you my heart, dear Jesus. I know I'm a sinner, but I believe you died on the cross for me. And that three days later, you rose. The most important part is believing and asking him to come into your heart and live. Do that with me tonight. Just say, dear Lord, come into my heart and live. Tonight, I make you my personal Lord and Savior. Amen. Bless you. Father, we thank you for our time together. We walk out of here not the same, changed, casting our cares and worries upon you, for you care about all of us. That's a good feeling. In Jesus' name, amen. Somebody give God a praise, amen.